BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Have you ever found weird things in a vagina? Have you found yourself needing multiple partners to fulfill your desires? Hey guys, I'm Dr. Jacqueline Walsh, a board-certified OBGYN. It is so important that we know how and when to ask the right questions, whether you're in front of your doctor or just hanging out with your good girlfriends. Now, I wanted to create Dr. Jackie's point of view because sometimes you need to just hear the unfiltered good old Dr. Jackie. I will inspire, uplift, and educate women and men on the who, what, when, and where of things we balance daily. Make sure you subscribe to Dr. Jackie's Point of View and tune in every Thursday. Hey, girl, hey. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Mrs. Taylor Strecker. And joining me today is my wife, Mrs. Taylor Donahue. We actually, guys, we haven't quite figured out, like, how our names have changed post being married. I don't know. Do we just switch? <laughs> Am I Mrs. Donahue? Am I Mrs. Strecker? <laughs> For some reason, that makes me, like, jealous. Should we change our Instagrams to each other's names? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. <laughs> well, this is the thing. So when we were, like, we have gone through the gamut of, like, what we're going to do with our names. But it's so funny because the first question everybody asks us is, so did you change your name? And I always say this to them, like, what, to tail to the same name as Taylor? And they're like, oh, my God. No, no, no. This is what I say. But then we'd have the same name. And people are like, holy shit, I didn't even think of do that. Do you know what I do? What? I just... I'm silent and I just stare at them and I wait until they feel stupid until they realize <laughs> I just sometimes it's two seconds sometimes it's 10 I just want everybody to know that through this wedding process I have found out that my sweet unicorn angel wife is actually kind of a cutthroat bitch and I love it I love it Ooh. I love it you are quite um yeah you're 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 a real ball buster when it comes to yeah. wedding yeah I, I know I appreciate it because you know what this is work you and this I don't business, really see yeah. business you but yeah. like a wedding is I mean think about it a wedding's like a small business there's is, yeah. employees whether they're your family members or not ours happen to be my family members but like you have employees people working for you you're paying big money like you're running for even if it's a short amount of time you're running like a it's almost like having a little carnival you know <laughs> Am I the clown? No, anytime. No, that, I'm the fucking clown. Anytime there's like a list involved, I get like a crazy look in my eye yes. and I will fire somebody. Yeah, I'm just kidding. And that's I almost true. got that's fired many times. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I don't like to fire people, but I will put my foot down. No, but I saw a side to you that I really 
liked a lot because in my opinion and we've dealt with this in therapy and also I do think having couples therapy leading up to the wedding has really helped strengthen our bond and I think it's fixed my crap which is like yelling at people and being psycho and starting fights with everybody over nothing and terrifying you like not terrifying you like you're scared of me like it's scared that I'm gonna embarrass you Mm -hmm. at the drop of a hat and then I think with you you've kind of been like a yes person and a pushover and I feel like I was like zen bride chilla and you were like throwing down the gauntlet like you don't like the hotel suck my left (laughs) little nut we were like Freaky Friday. It was. Switched bodies. It was. (laughs) (laughs) And it was kind of epic. So, and I feel like I appreciate seeing that chutzpah in you and you appreciate seeing that calmness in me. And I like walk in the room and you're meditating. I'm like, slowly back out of the room. So, yeah. yeah, it was. Uh, it, was. it was a great success. Great success. Yes. So I will say I want to accomplish a couple things in this um, podcast. I've, obviously, I want to recap the wedding. I want to talk about like our wedding looks, how we felt, all like the fifis, you know. Mm-hmm. But I also want to talk about logistics because I feel like there's a lot of people that listen that maybe are planning a wedding or in the future going to have a wedding or maybe they just came off a wedding, but it's like, or maybe they'll be like me and get divorced and have another wedding. Not from you. We're never, you're not going to, if you leave me, I'll find you. (laughs) I'm obsessed. You're never leaving me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I will say, I think that I feel now that I've, I've literally had two different types of wedding real quick. Does it bug you when I talk about my last wedding? No. To be honest. Swear to God. Swear. Okay. Thank you. Because I'm going to do it regardless. (laughs) But I will say, I feel like now I'm really a wedding expert. I was married and had this like New York city, super expensive, dramatic wedding. Right. That was, it was like, there was so much I did right and so much I did wrong. And then I hosted Betch's Brides podcast where I got to talk to like vendors and till I was no longer asked to do that job, which is fine. I got it. They were dealing with pandemic brides and I have never experienced about getting married in a pandemic. And when I say pandemic bride, I mean, they got married or they got engaged in a regular world, a pre-pandemic world. And then didn't know what to do. And then it was like yeah. unprecedented times for weddings. And it was like people had their dates and then their dates passed during the pandemic. So like, I can't relate to that. Yes, we got engaged like in the midst of a pandemic and we got married in the midst of one too, but we chose that timing. Yep. Like a lot of those brides, they didn't choose that situation. And so I, under, I, I can't even imagine, I just, I can't even imagine, therefore I couldn't relate to what they were going through. I, I can't imagine having been Can engaged you? like before right? and then had a wedding scheduled for last June where you have, to, I mean, Sassy and Bo, they had deposits down and that yeah. they, they can't, still they have them down. Cannot get back. I mean, that's like a nightmare. I know. So my heart goes out. So like, and that's why I ultimately was not asked to come back for like a second season of Batches. Brides, I totally got. But I learned a lot while I was there. And then for us to literally have a completely opposite wedding Polar from my first opposite, wedding. Yeah. And there was a lot of DIY involved, which you don't think your girl ever thought you were going to DIY. So artsy. But it really was like, I feel like I really can speak to every facet of the wedding industry at this point. Can in I my ask life. you a question? Please. So you you mentioned your first marriage and you mentioned that you did things. Who? Me mentioning my first marriage was so strange and <laughs> off-brand for me. Repetitive read over I here. I didn't know you were married before. That's so weird. Um, you mentioned that you did things right and wrong. Yes. I know what you did wrong. What did you do right? Right. Okay. You're not going to get your feelings hurt, right? Swear. I can't help but compare. I'm my father's daughter. Okay. okay. I'm my father's daughter. <laughs> Murder, daughter. Murder, daughter. Literally. The Philly accent, and the Boston accent, not Hoagie. so far off. Hoagie. Water ice. So everything I did wrong, I corrected in this marriage, okay? Or this wedding. Right. I chose the right person this time. Okay. Check. Who I was incredible. And I also waited a very long yes. time to get married, which I... For, it's not for everybody, but for me, it's what I needed. Okay? I, I'm glad we did. Me too. It took us that amount. It took us that long to 
get our shit together. I think something. So Tay and I just finished White Lotus. I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but there's like a newly married couple. And I, I think if you watch a show, a spoiler alert, you can tell that she's grappling like with her decision to marry this guy because she's finding out things about him on their honeymoon that she does not like. Mm-hmm. And I think a part of the storyline was like very early established that they kind of like rushed into it. They got, they met. Yeah. It was like fast love. And then they kind of rushed into it. Exactly. And so, I mean, with husband, we dated a year and a half and then we were engaged that a year and a half. That is so nuts. Isn't that crazy now? Like knowing me and looking back. Oh my God. We were like strangers a year and a half in. Right? Yeah. Uh, same girl. Same. Yeah. I mean, we didn't speak the same language until like a year ago. Oh, once him and I were engaged, the masks <laughs> came off of everyone's face. And I was like, holy shit. I mean, I was in panic mode. I was like, what is going on? Like, it's it's almost like my aunt, Bonnie, she um, adopts dogs, like always has from shelters. And I, apparently there's like an amount of time that you can like do a trial. And then after that time's up, like the, you, you, the, the dog's yours. You can't bring it back without. Fostering. Yeah. Yeah. Well, something like that. So she says she swears to God dogs can count because on that day that <laughs> you can't bring them back, they become That's like, <gasps> like the so real funny. version of themselves. <laughs> that was me with the engagement. The second we were engaged, everyone started to like, really come with strong opinions and that's when all the fighting started and I was like oh shit man what did I get myself into and I did try to postpone the wedding which my wedding planner was like that's pointless but the point is is that you know I really think there is something to be said for getting to know somebody. And I think it's actually mm-hmm. more the norm to be like, we did it for a year, a year and a half. Let's get engaged. If you, if, if it's like a year, year and a half, not even quite two years and you want to get engaged, fine. Let me stress this more than I possibly can. Yeah. Make it a long engagement. Yeah. Give yourself a year and a half, maybe even two. What's wrong with three? Being engaged is the tits. Okay. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I really feel from the depths of my soul as somebody who's lived it and learned it, like either... Like, get to know each other really well or have a nice long engagement because you find shit about people, especially when you're planning a wedding together. And you and I were in such a good place when we started this planning, and that is what I attest to us doing it seamlessly. I didn't even think about that. I mean, it's it's obvious, I guess, looking back. Yes. But us being in such a good place, like, with the help of therapy and just the work that we've both done. And you know what that's the thing? was, like, black and white. Right? And that's the thing with the Catholic Church, too. And Tay and I were both raised Catholic, but, you know, we're, like, what is it? Cradle Catholic or something? Is that the phrase? Oh, cradle Catholic. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I mean, we still have Catholic roots and um, we, a big part of uh, Catholicism before you get married is counseling. It's like, it's like mandatory in the church, yeah. but still, and I think that that's really great. I think Cana? I guess so. I think that's it. Yeah. But I think it's important to like, whether it's through a church of your choice or it's just through your own like private um, commitment to each other. I think that going to premarital counseling is actually should be like a part of the marital law prerequisite. Sure. I think it's important. Yeah. And look, and not everybody has like the luxury of waiting. Some people want to have kids right away. That's true. Some people... what, there's a there's a zillion different no, scenarios no, no, that's fair. where that's people fair. can't wait or they're moving or they're, you know, getting pressured by their families or their husband's going to like, there's yeah, a, but that, that's my point. Just because you get pressured by your family. My mom even said to me over this weekend, she was like, oh, I'm so sorry that I put pressure on you to get married because I was living with husband and that was a no-no oh, where I was right. from. And it's like, yeah, yeah, and then your kid gets married and then they get a divorce. It's right. like, I mean, they it's waste, not, yeah. I want to be clear, it's not my mom's fault at all, okay? Uh, mostly me and husband's fault. And there's no shame around divorce because, right. I mean, I think everything happens for a reason. So of course. it's like if you hadn't have married husband, we probably never would have met. I don't so, think so. It, look, everything. No, I'm grateful. Yeah. I really am grateful. And like I it gave you a lot of perspective and 
and made you who you are. So. I will say I'm very grateful to husband for a lot of things. He was a really nice husband. His family and I just couldn't fucking get along. And that was going to cause problems for my life. But I want to be clear, like, especially getting married, it kind of like made me think about husband a lot. Not like in a, I miss him like sexual way, but in like a, I don't know. I feel for him. Like, I, like who knows if he knows that we got married? Like, I don't know. Uh, I just, I'm sure, I'm sure he knows. Well, I'm sure. But, but I don't think he was sniffing around. I think people were probably shoving it down his throat. But like, yeah. I just wanted to say something nice about him. I like Wisbon. I I really do too. Yeah. And he really Fine. was, you know, he did the best he could in a really difficult situation. Yeah. As if did I. I saw him down walking down the street, I'd like want to give him a hug. I don't know if I he would, wants to give me a hug. I feel it. No, like literally I feel the same way. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, well, should we like call husband and see if he wants to be friends now? <laughs> I don't think that, that's ever going to happen. But, um, but no, I think I, I just want to be clear. Me and Tay really only think the best of him, yeah. which I know kind of sounds crazy, but that's just that's how I feel. But I will say we did not know each other and we did not know our families and our family dynamics and the way everything was going to go down. And that was, I mean, wedding planning is difficult enough when everybody is firing in all cylinders. So when shit's not going well, yeah, uh, a wedding's going to exacerbate it. And that's for sure. Okay. So anyway, so that's just like my two cents on waiting, um, waiting yeah. until, so I think that that was huge for waiting us. to have sex until marriage. So, okay. Next okay, so, subject. So, so wait, so no, you said, you said, what did I do wrong? Which I think is interesting. Did you see what I said? You're not producing me. I'm run. I am the captain now. <laughs> okay. I'm running this ship. I told you that's what that's your two cents on waiting to have sex until marriage. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't hear it. See, it was funny. This is the story of my entire life. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. I was the quiet third of four children, and I would say funny things. And then my little sister, no one heard me because I was like a little mute. Uh-huh. And my little sister would repeat them, and everyone would laugh, laugh at her. That is the story of my life. Well, for all of you who heard me the first time, now you heard it twice. <laughs> Sorry, baby. It's okay, honey. Sorry, Mrs. Donahue. Okay. So, wait, so what I did wrong and then what I did uh, right with the first wedding. So I chose the wrong partner. We rushed into it, in my opinion, for us. Um, it was big. It was 180 people. I cannot, listen, I get it. People have big families and they have lots of friends. And quite frankly, we have big families and lots of friends. Yeah. This is a personal choice. I don't want to at all like no tea, no shade to people that want big weddings. And also I get sometimes it's out of your control. But for me, having a 180 person wedding was way too big. I didn't enjoy myself on the wedding day. I also was fighting with my mom and all my in-laws. So that didn't help either. But like, your wedding day is not your party when you have a lot of people. You have to go around and talk to people. Otherwise, you're a dick face. Yeah. So, like, having a... I think we had 26 people at our wedding, which I loved. We did it because, okay, first and foremost, financially, it's what we could afford. Because to have the wedding we wanted to have, we had to have a certain amount of people to fit in our budget. Yeah. And we still almost doubled it. Right. Even, like, looking back at our bachelorette, there were, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, 60, 70, whatever people there. Yeah. And I remember... Standing there looking around, being like, okay, there's the clumps of people, then there's clumps of people, then there's, and I was like, oh my God, okay, I talked to them long enough. Yep. Okay, I have to go over there. I, exactly. I haven't like talked to them and they're gonna leave. And then, th- and it was like so stressful at our bachelorette at Pig Beach. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. I'm so glad we don't have this times like four at the wedding. Can it you imagine? Been, no, no, it's like, it's a lot. It's, it, it puts a lot of strain on the couple to entertain and like, we at our wedding, we were being very good at being present. And also I said it, I, I don't know if you heard this, but we were taking pictures with, I think it was my family at this point. And my sister was like, let's do a funny picture. And I was like, enough <laughs> pictures. And she was like, what? And we took one. It was actually really cute. It so was, she was really right. cute. Yeah. But, but I was like, I'm done with pictures. I want to eat the 
Cachoe Pepe bites that we created for this wedding. <laughs> but it was like, and I think I said, and I kind of like, I'm, this is like the bitchy side of me coming up, but I was like, I paid enough for this wedding. I want to enjoy it. But it's like, I did. Like, and that's something that I think happens to a lot of brides and grooms or grooms and grooms and brides and brides. It's like, you're so wrapped up in the hosting stuff that you don't even get to participate in the actual thing that you've spent all your time and potential money yeah. on. So I really do feel like, you know, for us having a small amount of num- a small amount of guests really helped. But we had a small amount of guests for a handful of reasons. One was because of budget, right? So we needed we needed to have a certain amount for a budget, and also we needed it to have a certain amount for our caterer. They said yeah. if we went over twenty six, they would not be able to cater what we had specifically wanted. Yeah. We actually already had to cut some things that we wanted because we went over 20 like the pasta course we really wanted i know that sounds stupid yeah. you're like people or pasta well no yeah, pasta is important to no, me but it, i've been dining for a month need some carbs it wasn't even money it was like space and resources and oh, the so my dad shit. was having a conniption about how much weight the deck could hold mm. no that's <laughs> for real so we couldn't have pasta because it was too heavy no, for the deck i mean people <laughs> amount of people on the deck like if we if we had gone over our number of people my dad would have been freaking out yeah, another about the deck collapsing. Not that it would, but he had, you know, he's a homeowner. We're a little bit, he's hosting us in his home. Yeah. There was yeah. a lot of reasons. Well, and I'm bringing this up the way I am because obviously I feel guilty about the number. We, we Tay and I were interviewed um, for a wedding outlet. That's all we're going to say because mm-hmm. I don't know if it's going to be out by the time this airs. Yep. Um, but they asked us what the hardest part of wedding planning was. And you and I, because we were filling out like the interview and we were both like immediately like, oh my God. <laughs> the 26 people. That was the hardest thing to do was get those numbers down. And it's interesting because there are people who I thought would be like dicks about it that were actually fantastic. And there are people that I thought would be so cool about it that actually kind of seem a little pissy pants. I'm sure they'll get over it. Yeah. But like that to me, I just never want anyone. Like I'd rather sit at home on the couch and not socialize and ever make anyone feel oh my left God. out. Do, <laughs> do you know how I've never felt that way? Oh my God. I wish I went to that wedding. Well, see, and I'm with you. Like, what the fuck? See, this is the bitchy side of her that's coming out, and this is what I live for. Like, I love this. Really? I'm a puss, and you're a bitch. This is interesting. No, but just like, first of all, I know. weddings are expensive. This summer is so insane already because it's like, you know, semi-open. I like people's almost like doing them a favor. Oh, my God. Like, you're welcome to get a weekend back, but I mean, listen. Like, we, our, our aunts and uncles weren't invited. Our our my, literal family wasn't like, invited. Like, we're, and we're really close to our aunts and uncles. It's yeah. like, if anyone's invited, it would have been them if we went over this number. And it's like, give me a break. I know. You're pissed. I know. Well, listen, I haven't had a direct confirmation that certain people are pissed, but I kind of got an inkling that they might be. And it, at first I was like, oh my God. But then my wife, Taylor, was like, listen. You're, you're what? My wife. My wife. My wifey. Wifey? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you were like, no, like, what? And she said this to me. She's like, would you be mad if they didn't invite you to their 26 person wedding? 26 person dollar. 26 person <laughs> wedding. And I was like, no, not at all. She's like, then don't you take that burden on. And listen, I want to be clear. We haven't had any confirmation that anyone's mad. No. I'm just saying, you know, I'm just getting inklings that there might be a couple of people that, you know, might have their noses out of joint a little bit. Hopefully they'll do the right thing and just like swallow it. That's what I would do. Just swallow it and keep it moving. But, um, what we're you, in a what, pandemic people get over it. What will you do if, if people start a fight with us over? Not fighting I'll fight, I swear to God, I'm like the least confrontational person, but and I hate fighting, but, but I think that would be the most ridiculous thing in the entire world. And, and when I think people are being absolutely ridiculous, I have no problem telling them that. Oh, do you hear that too? She's so scared. Like, 
okay, here's my thing. Not for no reason. And f- for my own feelings, I'd probably shelf it because I, I just don't care. But if somebody's coming after you, because you're my wifey. Oh, shit. And if someone's coming after you and, and it's stressing you out and hurting your feelings and making you feel like you did something wrong when you didn't, y- uh, yeah, I'll say something because that's ridiculous. I like being your wife. Yes. <laughs> I like being your wife. Yes. So I will say this though. So 26 people was the number that we came to for a number of important reasons. I will say this. When we were in it, I loved 26 people. However, if I was to be like a wedding consultant, I think I would say my perfect number at a wedding would actually be more like 40 to 50. Really? Here's why. Because when you have a number of like 30 or under, it, there, it, no one has an opportunity, us, any guests, to like really take a breather without anybody noticing. Okay. Not that, I want to be clear, everybody got along awesome and it was so fun, but God forbid there was like two people that didn't like mesh well or something. Can you imagine how awkward that would have been? Like with like such a, like, it's so small. You can't really avoid people People. that's what i'm saying and so that's why i'm saying i'm just saying ours was fantastic i'm saying yeah in a perfect world of me consulting future people getting married i would say the perfect number is 50 but that's not that's not a good enough reason to invite 20 or 30 more people and that's a lot that's double your budget double your literally Oof, when you say that, I want to barf on myself because I already know how much we spent. <laughs> okay, speaking of our budget, and I do want to get into budget because our budget, we had a relatively low budget starting out, at least for New York City standards. I will say this. I'm not going to give hard numbers, but um, the budget for my first wedding was a lot, and our budget ended up being probably a fourth of both of us combined because mm-hmm. we both contributed. Um, a fourth of that budget, which is significant. That's a, But also... But also, we had 26 people versus 180 people. Right. So the fact that we still spent a fourth of it is... It's a lot. Was and, it maybe more like a fifth of it? Maybe, but we still... It was shocking how much money I don't we know were how able to people, spend. I don't, I don't know how people have... Like, every wedding I go to is like 150 people. I don't know how that's possible. I don't either. Because we did... 50% of the stuff ourselves. Well, maybe the seafood towers and the lobster tails at dinner maybe push us over the edge, I no? They weren't that expensive. I agree, right? I don't know where... How do we do it? I don't know. Do, do, Those damn chairs you wanted! <laughs> no, but is it like, if you, you know, if it is 150, you get like 20% off? Like, I don't understand how these numbers line up. Well, and also, we bought our own alcohol. <laughs> You know do what I mean? People, like, people don't oh do my, that? No, no. Usually you're in a venue and they make you. Just pay the bill? No, they make you use their vendors. Like you have to use like at certain um, wedding oh, it's venues. it's more expensive. They make you use X amount of vendors. Gotcha. And Yeah. And so like they get the alcohol for you. And the thing too is we're control freaks, like we said. So we want to be able to control exactly what spirits and wines we're getting. Whereas like other people, it's like you just pay X amount and then call it a day. I mean. It's like we don't need rum and whatever. We don't exactly. want to run out of tequila and. Prosecco, yeah. Although we did run out of tequila. We did. And then our, our family members were stashing tequila in corners. Yes. Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I Love actually, you, Allie. I didn't, I didn't witness that firsthand. I heard from Chris Golden, so you can get mad at him. Oh, Chris Golden. That you, were hiding, that you were hiding the tequila because it was running low. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, Allie? That's some shit I would do. I respect. Okay. So, um, but wedding budget. So we had, um, I would say, a pretty modest wedding budget that we started out with. Yeah. We almost, I don't think I quite doubled mine. No, I no. over doubled mine, but I paid less than you. Okay. But damn. <sighs> Shit. 
mine, and I did double mine. And you know what I said last week, and I still stand by this? What? Even though I'm, like, looking at my credit card, and I'm like, oh, that hurts, but, like, it's it's doable. Yes. For both of us. I will say, uh, we started off with very conservative budgets. Yes. And I think us doubling it put us into a place where it's like, you, that was honestly probably, like, a budget should be the most that you can afford. And so our we budget, small. we started real yeah. low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real low. So, no, but I still, and I said this a few times, I do not regret like a dime that we spent. Do you? I don't, but let me read something to you. Okay. I was, so we were at CVS getting things for the wedding. Okay. And at that point I had stopped looking at my credit cards because <laughs> I was scared. And I saw on the stands and also like we were, you know, um, just like talking to my agent about the wedding and like, you know, cause we were going to be working with this wedding outlet and so we were like kind of like you know like well what is our wedding you know I was like thinking about like what our wedding is and what like what what not the theme of it but like where we would be categorized or whatever and with our wedding mm-hmm. and so I kind of was like well I guess we're like high and low because we were it was like a seat it was like a over-the-top food experience because we're such foodies but then it was also like very small so we kept it like it was like an intimate elegant wedding mm-hmm. but then I saw at OK Magazine, they had a cover, Jennifer Garner just married. First of all, what? Such a lie. Was it a lie? This is from like two weeks ago, so it hasn't even been confirmed. such a lie. It is? <laughs> <laughs> they can't run it if it's not true, Rita. <laughs> so, um, beats Ben and J-Lo to I do. That's what it says. And then it said, didn't spend millions, just 30K. And I thought, that is cool. Because she is famous. We are cool. There is not one truth to that, either, <laughs> any of these sentences. Literally. Wait, I'm not done reading. Oh. Hold on. The ring, the dress, and amazing vows, which we didn't do vows because we got fucking scared. Mm-hmm. Um, leaving Hollywood for low-key life. And I said, that is the wedding we are having. <laughs> we are having a very cool low-key wedding. And we are going to spend just 30K. I think. So you disappeared. Potentially. You disappeared in CVS to go, and then you brought up this magazine. You slid it. You <laughs> slid it onto the little counter when I was checking out. You're you're, you're wrangling like, it. Stop it. And I was like, "What are you buying?" And then I said to you, "Honey, look at her name tag." And I said, "Look what her name is." Oh yeah, the woman at CVS, and her name was Rita. Which, in case you guys don't know, Taylor calls me Rita. I call her Rita, but not Rita. R I T A. That's a name. We call each other Rita. And it's re it's Rita language. Rita. And now my mom calls us Rita. Rita. <laughs> Annie, it's Rita. But Rita, look at us. We're just like Jennifer Gardner. We're so troll. <laughs> That's Rita language. Troll would, means cool. Yeah. Um, I know. I feel like I do. I feel like somebody who had a super over the top, expensive New York City soulless wedding, and that I I grew up. I learned perspective. I came a late in life lesbian. I fell in love with you, my true love, my <laughs> twin flame soulmate, uh, Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly stole that from us. Like fuck you guys, we've been saying them forever. Um, <laughs> but I will say, yeah, we we had a low key a low key wedding and a low key life. Low high. Do you think our wedding was low key though? Hmm. I guess it wasn't. I don't know. I, that's not how I would categorize it. It was definitely either. not over the top. Like, the flowers weren't outrageously no, expensive. I refused. Like, I did the lights myself. Yeah. Like, it was just, it was simple and elegant and classy. So that's another thing I did wrong at my first wedding. The budget was out of control. My parents gave me budget. I cried like the little bitch brat that I was. Oh, that's it. On the side of the street, like crying in your city. What an asshole. I hate my old self. <laughs> and I'd be my old self up if I met her ever. 
I kicked that bitch's butt. You know what, though? We, like, we wanted good things for ourselves, but also for our guests. So it's like we had good food and good booze. Yeah, because that's the like, things that we wanted like a the, wedding. But, like, for clam bake, it's like we got hard plastic utensils and yeah. throw them out. It's yeah. like we didn't spend stupid money No, where, where we, didn't. we didn't have to. No, we didn't. We really didn't. So that's the thing is I think my first wedding I spent way too much, way over budget. It was unnecessary. My parents, husband, and me and his parents all had to contribute the same amount and it was it was six figures. It was six freaking figures. So that was a huge mistake. I will say this. Hmm. And I knew this going in. And I knew this the day I got married, my first wedding. I knew on the day, this is the prettiest I'll ever look. I will never look prettier. I knew it. My hair was perfect. My, all I did was fixate on the vanity. My hair was perfect. My face was perfect. My weight was perfect. My dress, everything. And so I didn't even try like, like to set myself up for failure in regards to that. I love the way I look on the wedding, but I definitely feel like I put more effort and thought into my first look than I did this look. And I, and I, I feel like, it was probably for all the right reasons. I think I, you, you looked, disagree. I think you looked prettier now. I think you were, really? well, I think you were too, chubbier. I think you were too skinny before. I love but this I also woman. Know, this is why I married this queen. No, but I, I also know that how unhappy you were and you weren't eating. It's like, there was nothing happy, like in your, your smiles fake in the pictures. That's like there's true. nothing radiating, radiating about you in those pictures. That's true. But, I'm just saying as we live in New York Everyone's then obsessed and I get insecure that people will look at back at the wedding pictures and be like, whoa, she was so much prettier then." that's, I was younger, thinner and like, send them my way. I'll fight. Them. Oh, sh- you want to get mad at me for not inviting you to the wedding? Taylor yeah. Donnie, you have to fight her. Same with people who uh, didn't like my look as much, but like that, and, and, but also in the grand scheme of things, that is not important. Like who cares? I love you so much. I was too busy looking at you on our wedding day to be worrying about me on my wedding day, our wedding day. Not everybody's always going to like what you're wearing, what you're doing, what you're saying. It's like, who cares? This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Flex. If you know, you know, honey. You're like, oh, Flex, yes. If you don't know, I'm literally about to change your life. Real talk, periods are terrible. I mean, think about it. If you're a woman and you have your period, that is literally at least a week of your life, every single month that is completely destroyed. That was until Flex came into my life, changing the period game and giving you the week of your period back. No more cramps, no more disastrous tampon or pad situations. I mean, ugh, periods are the worst, but they actually don't have to be thanks to Flex. Flex is a period product that looks out for your body, looks out for your lifestyle, and of course, the planet. You've got to try Flex. Here's the deal. Flex is innovating period care with products that are body safe, made for comfort, and also they keep you moving. Yeah, just because you have your period doesn't mean that you have to just like mail it in. You are not living your period's life. Your period is living your life. It's time to take control back, people. My absolute fave is the Flex Disc. It's a one-time use menstrual disc that fits perfectly inside your body. Years ago, I had a birth control ring that I would put in for birth control. And it was actually very easy to put in, easier than a tampon. And that is what the Flex Disc, in terms of like insertion, reminds me of. It's very easy to insert. Do not be scared. I understand change is terrifying, but I'm telling you, it's really very simple. So one Flex Disc can be worn up to 12 hours. Uh Uh-huh, you heard me, 12 hours and hold as much flow as three super tampons. Now, I want to be clear. The Flex Disc, it's not a cup, and it's better than a tampon. It's unlike any other period product that you've seen before. 
before. I have had so many disasters with tampons. It is just, I mean, I can't even count the amount of times. Or like even if I don't have an accident, the anxiety around having like a tampon just like, you know, it just like gives out even if it's like a super, super, super plus and you've got this like embarrassing mess on your hand. It doesn't happen with the Flex Disc. Plus, you can wear the Flex Disc for mess-free period sex. You heard your partner will be very grateful and your white sheets will definitely thank you. Flex discs also create 60% less waste compared to pads and tampons. So yes, you can consider using Flex your environmental good deed. And if you want to go zero waste and have the planet love you even more, pick up the Flex Cup. It's a reusable menstrual cup that Cosmo rated number one. The patented pull tab makes Flex the only cup on the market that removes like a tampon. It's so easy. Seriously, it really is. If you know how to use a tampon, you know how to use this. It's disability friendly and made with beginners in mind. And it's velvety soft, completely body safe and lasts for years. And Flex has you covered with helpful videos, in-depth diagrams, GIFs, Flex spurts available to walk you through the entire process. You'll never go back to products from the past once you've gone Flex. So say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend Mother Nature a hand. Go to flexfits.com slash Taylor and use code Taylor for 20% off Flex Disc starter kits or 10% off your first Flex cup plus free U.S. shipping. Again, that's code T-A-Y-L-O-R, that's Taylor, at flex, F-L-E-X, fits, F-I-T-S, dot com slash Taylor. Flexfits.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. And now, back to the podcast. But six weeks to plan the wedding, and there was a lot of details. And I want to get into what we did, but we DIY'd the shit out of this wedding. We did. So on the day of the wedding, I literally sat down in hair and makeup, and thank God we hired people who are our friends that we trust, Ooh, right? My God. Thank you for the hair and makeup. Julius, uh, follow him on Instagram, Julius Michael one We met through Saucy. He's a, he does all the Bravo celebrities. And his husband, Arturo, Artie, he is phenomenal as well. And we were in their hands. But it's funny because I sat down to get my hair and makeup done and Artie started on me doing the makeup. And I went like this five minutes in today because I'm used to working with them on Younger. Mm-hmm. I just sit in the chair, close my eyes, and they just, like, g- get after it. And I was like, wait a second. And Artie's like, what? Did you hear me? No. And I was like, what are we doing? <laughs> I did not hear you say that. And he was like, I'm doing, your ma- I'm doing your makeup. And I was like, but, like, what? Like, we didn't even talk about it. Like, because I'm a control freak. And especially over my physical appearance, I'm usually, like, hyper psycho, like, trials and this. And, like, I know exactly what I'm doing. I don't even know what fucking shoes I was wearing. I don't even know if my spanks fit on the wedding day. <laughs> we did try them on the day of. Oh, and I wore them to the rehearsal dinner and then Dirty asked me, was like, oh, I'll wear them again. And then actually they didn't have the right like bra across the top. <laughs> so I took a pair of Spanx and pulled them over my boobs. <laughs> I didn't even have a sp- bra on. Really? Stay. I was out of control. You pulled okay. your Spanx over your boobs on our wedding day? Honey, I was up at 7 a.m. <laughs> and I, I, I literally had to carry 50 pound bags of sand to get that stupid tent up that we never got up. <laughs> 50 bags of sand like like fi- like 50 times 50 pound 50 times bags over. 50 times over literally chris and zenon were like oh my god you're like a mom who's lifting a car off their child Ooh, it was like, <laughs> it was like hey we need another bag and i have my full body weight like on in <laughs> zach and zenon who are strong ass men strong are holding these poles up with this 
freaking million dollar tent. Okay, so this tent, my, okay, so my best friend from childhood, Chris Golden. Yeah. We grew up in the same town as each other. Our moms were best friends, the whole shebang. His mom lives down the street and she offered us this gorgeous, gorgeous tent as a backup. It came with her house. Her house is pink. This is, oh, it is like the Beverly Hills Hotel tent. It is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. I actually, if we could have gone the fucker up, it would have been amazing. Amazing. It's pink and white, thick stripes with scalloping on the bottom. It's double peaked like a little castle (laughs) and it's 40 feet by 20 feet. I want to give people the dimensions. Exact dimensions of of the deck. My back deck. So they they were like, rather than get a tent as your backup plan, just use our tent as a backup. She said it takes an hour to set up. My boys, her sons, my friend, have set it up a million times. It's easy. If rain is coming, we'll set the tent up. No big deal. (laughs) Guess what? Big Big deal. deal. Big deal. So two days before we go to... So we were looking and it was like thunder, thun, thunderstorms were coming, which is like windy and dangerous and lightning and it all that like 50%, shit. 50 50%, 30%, 60%, 70%, 10%, 50, like, uh, well, checking like the weather. Are, I am so happy to never give a shit that about much about ever. weather ever again. Ever. Right? No. Literally, I'll never plan an outdoor I'm wedding I'm deleting the app again. on my phone. I don't even give a shit. Will you ever plan an outdoor event ever again? Uh, never. Never. Never, ever. Never will I ever. So we, oh my God. So... We're like, we're, we might have to use this tent. So then we go to the like local, shout out to Hingham Lumberyard, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like literally. So we went there and we're like, how do you fixture a tent that goes into the grass on a, a wooden deck that my parents had just had refinished? I'm like, my dad's going to lose his fucking mind Man. if we scratch this shit. It was like a mahogany sailboat. Yeah. That's how gorgeous it was. I was like, oh, geez. So they were like... I get sand, buckets of sand, fill them up. Like we have 50 pound bags. Get a bunch of those, get a it bunch of buckets. Super, it won't be super hard. Just get a couple yeah. buckets and you know, let's put some sand he in He has some rope yeah. and uh, you got some strong guys. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, and you just like fixture the ropes onto like the side the sand, of yeah. the, like the, the bars, right? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. So we felt like we had a solid backup plan, but uh-huh. we were still like, we're not going to need it. It's going to be great. Mm-hmm. Even though the, it was the only day showing rain was our wedding day. Yeah. And um, the morning of, it was bleak, dude, bleak. And so I'm like, we need to execute the It was 70%. Here's the thing. In what fucking world did we think like, oh, it's a backup plan. We'll do it ourselves. So not only did we have to clear off every single bit of furniture off my parents' deck. Which is so heavy. Four, everything's iron. Four huge iron, like, like, like. Wow, layout chairs. What are they called? Like um, pool chairs. Yeah. Um, huge tables. Huge, like like we had to move the grill to this the upper cooler, deck. Yeah, like holy shit, heavy on, but I mean, like so much heavy shit that had to get moved by us. Okay, mm-hmm. and then my childhood friend Chris Golden and his soon-to-be husband Zen and Black come over, and literally these are guests. They're mm-hmm. not staying there, and they. I'm going to just call it, they're the MVPs. My mom and my dad, yeah. rock stars for hosting this at really, their house. Really, My sister, her husband, my brother, amazing. Yeah. Like, we could not have done it without you. But Chris and Zenon, I'm sorry, they get the award. It was traumatic. It was traumatic. And they were there smiling, laughing. Laughing. Sweating. Sweating. But, like, we were all, like, it, it was... Uh, afterwards, Zenon said, I've always known, like, I really liked you guys, but I realized holding this pole, you guys, these were like circus poles. They were wooden. They were from like a bajillion years ago. They're from the 20s. They were a zillion pounds. A zillion pounds. And we're trying to fixture them into set so sandbags. This, I don't know how high it was. Like, how high are these ceilings? 18 feet? Oh my God. It's like about this that. This was about yeah. 30 feet no, tall. No, not 30 feet. I'm, I'm, really no, bad no, at, I'm really bad at <laughs> measuring math. It was like the height of the, like, 20 feet high yeah. with these huge ass 
metal poles. Oh. And Zach and Zanin oh. are holding them with all their weight, sweating their to might. death. All their might. They're both in buckets. We got them in buckets with sand. I'm... I've, I have my full body weight holding them so they're not slipping. If they slip, like, we're dead. We're dead. Or we totally fuck up the house like, in the literally jack. smashed everything. If, it was, if we did not. We did not. No, we didn't. But there was one point where, where, the, where the pole did fall on Zenon, and he went like this. Three. He goes like this. He's so calm. Like, I was watching being like, I want to be a Zenon. I want to be a Chris. I want to be a Zach. Like, I don't want to be a frantic freak that I am. Because usually I'm like, ah, ah, and fighting with everybody, but everybody was like, it was the hardest shit I've ever done in my life. You'd be like, hey, another bag. You'd be like, oh, like run over and get another sandbag of 50 pounds. My parents' garage. I had to go downstairs and upstairs with bags. Here it is. I was trying to be, I was just seeing all y'all work so hard. I wanted to like make sure I was working hard. Oh my God. I've never sweat that much in my life. Chris said it was like I was auditioning for American, um, the Ninja Warrior (laughs) thing. So we'd be all like stuck under the tent, which was then like 20 degrees. A million more degrees. Like 110 degrees now. Did we imagine it was 90 degrees this day? It was 90 degrees. Then under there was even hotter. So we'd all be in there drenched at like 1030 in the morning. But everybody was smiling. Not like making joke jokes, but like, and everybody had such a good, nobody was yelling at each other. Nobody was pissed at each other. It was just like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do it? What do we need to do now? It was like such good workmanship and just in a good attitude. And at one point the pole fell and I heard something like this. Three, two, bye forever. <laughs> like, <laughs> but like, he never screamed. Like, you when he was talking to Chris, because, you know, they're getting married soon, he was like, um, hey, Chris, could you uh, um. move the uh, rope? Because I'm about to um, die. But it was so calm. <laughs> That's exactly how it was. <laughs> like, I would have been like, Taylor, what the fuck? And Zach's, and Zach's like, well, the probability that, you know, we have dinner and then if, uh, you know, if it crashes, then, you know, it, someone will die. And we were like, Okay, so not good odds. Uh, so uh, we eventually <laughs> just said, and we said we started, we're going to give it the good old college try. We're going to give it the best. Life. But there's a big <laughs> chance this isn't going to work. And so then we just I said. I really thought it was going to work. So did I. And then we were like, it's not going to work. But we, but, and we were like, it okay. is what it is. So then we have to now fucking take it down and now move all these bags of sand I've carried up back down to the oh ocean. My God. I mean, it was like, it was two hours of waste time and on it's, our wedding day. And it's noon. Which and is three hours before anybody's even coming over. An hour, literally, our hair and makeup is about to show up. Oh, we 15 to, minutes. Yeah. Yeah, they got there 15 minutes later. I was in the shower. Like, I was in the sorry. shower, too. Like, uh, we were just trying to put a tent up. But, like, I said to Chris and Zenon, honestly, Tay really wants kids. And I have agreed to have child. That's the agreement. And maybe more. Mm-hmm. But, right? That, but I said, honestly... It takes a village, and I think we should start a village with you guys. Because <laughs> if we could get that tent up, we could do anything. Or even get it up and then take it down without killing each other. Yeah. We are, that is something special there right like there. There was zero, yeah, I guess there was frustration, you, but there was like zero tension. Anger, nobody ang- was angry. It was just like a full teamwork. Totally. You have one of Zenon's, one of Chris's. I'll have one of Zenon's, one of Chris's. You I heard it four here, children, Four, four, four. Four but only children if, she but disagrees But only to. if it's in that exact chemistry set, okay? One of Chris, one of Zenon's. One of mine, one of... Um, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, I get it. Mine and Chris's will be insane. <laughs> <laughs> mine and Zenon's will be... Wonderful. The hillest. Like, literally. So, anyway, it was... um. It was trying, but even even in the depths of despair like that, it was still 
We were still good. It was like, keep calm and keep moving. And party, party on. Party on, yeah. Literally. And then Chris and Zenon also were the dancing MVPs. I'm not going to lie. They really were. Zenon gave us lap dances. Impromptu. Sure did. Sure did. Sure did scare the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, so then Julius gets there and saves a day. So I can't believe that 10 days before our wedding, we were like, Hey, Jules. No, no. We were like, we'll do our hair and makeup ourselves. Literally, guys. No, like n- like nine days Literally. at a time. Literally. Oh, my God. And so I talked to Jules, and Jules was like, are you insane? And so Jules, he's very close friends with and does uh, Margaret Joseph's hair. Yeah. And so she needed him, and he was like, actually, can I not do this event for you the Taylors are getting married and she was like of oh my god course. of course but it was just like all the stars aligned and everything fell into place so you know what I take it back I I was in way better hands for my hair and makeup this time around than I was my first wedding yeah way better and yeah. honestly I look more like my fucking self yeah which is better and then what happened we got ready and then we got married we got ready we had a ceremony we had a little violinist yeah Ashley was a rock star. Tay's sister Ashley was our officiant, and she was, we knew she would do a good job, but I did not know she was going to do that good of a job. When she was rehearsing to her husband, Ben was like, Stop, was he crying? No, Ben was like, Ash, this is not a bridesmaid speech. And she was like, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, it, it is. is. <laughs> <laughs> I love her so much. I mean, and I know it's cliche, but like everybody laughed, everybody cried. Like, yeah. I mean, I was. I have a double chin in every fucking picture from the <laughs> ceremony because I am laughing and or crying and or both. And it was just the most like, I just like was sitting up there like marrying the love of my life with this like incredible family and that shit is not lost on me. Like, and literally Ashley feels like my sister. Like she is like, she is like, and when she was saying like you, I always wanted to be like, like the first day we met and she was like saying stories that like I've never heard her say before. Mm-hmm. It was so amazing and then awesome. our dads both spoke yep. my dad was short and sweet because that's how Richie does Tay your dad is insanely good at speeches like I yeah, he is. I adore your father but like I was like oh my god Neil loves me <laughs> so much I I knew he loved me but not knowing him that much we yeah. fuck yes. Neil he has I a way with words sobbing and it was just and we were just surrounded by friends and family and love and it was just it was perfect and it didn't rain Oh, well, we were getting our hair done and it was a hundred, it kept getting higher, hundred percent. Yep. And then Julius goes, and the, the night before Babsy went around my mom and all around all of the windows, she put rosaries. She read some, well, she went to, um, a, 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 like a, you're, now you're, t- you're talking in the axe, in the, in the axe. Not, not my mom. No, you were talking about it. Well, who was? You were. To what? In a Boston accent. Just then? Just then. No. Yes. Gross. Sorry, no offense to my people, but you know, I don't have a Boston accent. What the fuck? Um, she went to a re- religious store. Religious store. And they, there's supposed to be a statue, I think, of the Virgin so, Mary or something, yeah. and or a, a certain saint. And they said they ran out of them, probably because everyone's getting so married. Yeah. Um, but she said, if you hang rosaries outside of the a window, it will stop the rain. And so we did it. <laughs> so the night before, two nights before, you were in the shower. It was like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm in bed just, you know, perusing Twitter. And I hear no, the watching door. Watching your German boys on on Instagram that reels. That sounds super creepy. Well, it is creepy. I want well, everyone well, to know the they're truth. They're very cute. They're like 20-year-old. Uh, this like little. Man, like man boys. Man. <laughs> 
<laughs> with nice hair. With gorgeous hair. Honestly, they're so attractive. They're so good looking. So I'm looking at my German boys on my on my phone. <laughs> you know what? It does sound bad. Don't it say does that. sounds awful. <laughs> and I hear the little door creak open and Babsy goes tiptoeing over to the door. I'm like, Babsy, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, I'm just putting a rosary outside the door the window. You know, it's the like, huge. Yeah, no. But anyway, it worked. long story short, it worked. we're getting our hair done. And Julius goes, it's not going to rain. And we're like, what are you talking It's literally going to rain. Literally like the radar rain. is like 100% going right over us. And he goes, it's not going to rain. We checked our phones. It literally, we all refreshed. It said 0%. 0%. It was insane. And my dad was like, I'm looking at the radar right like, now. No. It's going to rain from 2.30 to 5.30. Like literally, he was like, my dad's like, I swear to God on my radar. It was like, like over our head. It was almost like. I don't know. I guess God loves gays because some some miracle of weather happened that day and we were spared. But spared. I think maybe Mother Nature was like, they're trying so look at that those gay guys and those gay girls trying to get that tent <laughs> up. Oh come on. Okay, guys. Throw them a bone. Let's throw them a bone. But um the weather was perfect. It didn't even like Drizzle. sprinkle. Nothing. It was unbelievable. And the dinner was delicious and beautiful. We took epic pictures that will be hopefully out sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. Obviously, check our Instagrams out at Taylor Donahue, at Taylor Strecker, at Mrs. Strecker, at Mrs. Mm-hmm. Donahue. And, um, and then we partied. And then we partied. And like, and I just want to wrap up with this. We really did DIY pretty much everything. I want to give shout outs right now, okay? Sure. Shout out to Forklift, okay? Forklift Catering oh, yeah. in Massachusetts. Um and I want to be clear, we paid for everything. I don't want everything. These are, these are not, like, not deals. These are not deals we're doing. <laughs> these are like anything we got a deal on was a favor, like a, like a favor through friendship and we still paid. So like, like I want to be clear, like this is not like we didn't barter shit. Okay. Nope. Cause I think a lot of people do with weddings and I'm proud that we didn't, you know? So forklift catering, um, unbelievably delicious food. If you work with them, really? Do yourself a favor oh. and get the kacha pepe bites. Honestly, just get only the kacha pepe. They are the most amazing things I've ever had. I love kacha pepe. You love kacha pepe. We wanted to do a kacha pepe um, course. Dish, yeah. And they said it's just too hard to do in a big amount of people because it's like just the way you make the pasta is so temperamental. So they can do it at a restaurant, but you can't really do it for a big party. And I was so happy that they were honest with us too. And yeah. um, Kristen Campbell was our contact there. She's so fucking awesome and professional. They really like, they took us on when they had like, you know, a lot of other people on their list. We got really lucky that they were able to find an opening for us. So they were fantastic. I adored them. And the food was chef's kiss. It was so delicious. I mean, I felt like it's very hard with catering, especially to get like what I consider like a restaurant quality meal. And they did it. Like the steak was perfect. That shit never happens at a wedding. Lobster. Lobster tails. Shut up. The little three butters they gave us with those with artisanal breads. Honey, honey, honey. The seafood towers. Shut your fucking face when you're talking (laughs) to me. Oh, creme brulee. Deparada. Stop with the look, baby gems. No. This is us having sex. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine do porn. And then they were just so great to work with. And then Peak Rental Company was so great. Their stuff was beautiful. Their showroom was like big, but not overwhelming. And they were fantastic. And like the tablescape was so beautiful. And then, um, yeah, so Julius, shout out Julius and his husband Arturo. They hooked us up. And also 
Patrick, who's just always with them. I just got to give yeah. some love to Patrick because I fucking love Patrick. He cleaned our rings. He cleaned our rings. He cut the flowers ready for the flower petals for the flower boys. The flower boys, that's true. He did. Um, but like they were just the dream team. Like being in the hands of people who you trust for your hair and makeup is very important. Yeah. We almost slept on that. And thank God we stepped to the plate and got it done because, and honestly, we couldn't have done it without Jules. He saved the day. I did all the music all weekend. Tay, Tay was a DJ Tay Tay. Now to be DJ clear, Tay-Tay. you're very good at music. So I don't want people, I don't want to lead people astray that they can do something if they can't do it, you know? I can make those public. That would be so nice of you. Sure. Okay, fine. Um, what else? Paige did like hurricane lights. I did the outdoor string lights. Um, yeah, my sister did like all of like the indoor flowers and indoor like candles and hurricane lights. That was we got that all off of I'm sorry, but Amazon just made it easier. My mom made our cake, which was the fucking best thing ever. Oh my god, and made cupcakes out of it and gave us her entire house. My mom and dad like gave us the venue oh, and man. and they they spent months getting it ready. So like I can't Beyond. even begin with them. Um and I will say at-home weddings are harder, but they're so special. They're kind of worth it, no? You and I, I mean, me and you, my mom and dad, we've been cleaning that damn house for months now just to get it ready. Like, getting a house ready? Oh, my God. And then I'm trying to think, okay, so videography and photography. Photography is the same woman that we had. It's Tay's friend. Her name is Stacy. She's our friend. Um, I met her through Tay. Tay knows her through work. And she did our engagement photos and crushed. And she's at SSM Photog on Instagram. And she's friggin' phenomenal. I can't wait for you guys to see the wedding pictures. They're like epic beyond. And then the videographer you found, his name's Steve. Steve Steve.Michalek. And he'll be tagged and stuff. Yeah. He was was honestly amazing. Drones and it was awesome. Oh, I mean, it's gonna look like a goddamn Oscar winning movie. It's look like a film. It's gonna be so gorge. And then um and then yeah, I mean like we really DIY'd everything. Like the can't I mean the tent. I don't recommend that. Never ever try to do your own tent. But like Tay did the bistro lighting. Honestly, guys, you don't need to hire somebody. We did hire somebody local. Richard at Hingham Greenery. Hey, Richard. Do you love Richard? I am obsessed with him. He was truly a miracle that we found. We were working. I'm just going to be honest. We were working with Winston Flowers, and it was a fucking nightmare. Mm-hmm. They're so expensive, and they I couldn't get... Maybe, I'm just going to say, maybe it was a person that we were dealing with. I'm not going to shade the whole company, because I really do like Winston's, and I, they're, like, my favorite flower arrangements, but they're hella expensive, and the customer service just wasn't there for me. Like, I wasn't getting clean answers, straight answers. I was ready to pay top dollar for things that I wanted, but I wasn't getting confirmation that what I wanted was what I was going to get. And that was frustrating me. It's like, what a business to run to be like, these shoes are a thousand dollars, but they might be three inches smaller. And that big pearl you like on the top, well, it might be gone. It's like, what? (laughs) What world? So I was pissed and we made a, uh, 24 hour before the wedding decision to cancel it. And I was like, fuck it. We're doing it ourselves. And then I was like, fuck it. That's insane. <laughs> and we went by this place in Hingham, Hingham Greenery. And it's actually right around the corner from where old Winston's used to be. And, um, Richard was an angel and a godsend and he made our gorgeous bouquets and our gorgeous centerpieces. He was, uh, I would say fairly priced and definitely gorgeous and good attitude. Like that's the thing too. Attitude. You want to work with people who are happy to work with you. There's a lot of, in the wedding industry, there can be a lot of like, you're so lucky to work with us. Fuck that. You're paying top dollar. You deserve to have people that are, like, at least there's a mutual respect. They don't have to lick your feet and kiss your ass, but good God, they have to at least be like, thank you. And as I say that, Taylor is yawning into the microphone. I'm sure you all heard it. I was it. up at 5 a.m. Oh, wow. For, for me a river. <laughs> Welcome to my life when we were first together. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. Hashtag. Anyway, um, but it was amazing. And the DIY, yeah, not easy. But. Worth it. I think worth it. I think worth it. 
I also dripped the candlesticks in case anybody was wondering. You Thanks were, for asking. Yeah, you did. Yeah, that was not easy. I was inspired by Gemma in New York City. There were other little things too, but it's just, uh, there, was, there was a lot. Bags. I mean, listen, I'll say oh, this. the hotel bags. <laughs> Forget it. I understand. Who killed the hotel bags? Taylor Donahue. Wow. Mrs. Donahue killed wow. the hotel bags. I'll say this. I understand why people have wedding planners. I just want to shout out to the wedding industry. It is hard. This was for 26 people, and we just got through it by the skin of our teeth with all hands on deck. Um, and we were, almost, we were almost broken. All of our souls were a little broken. I will say I get why people hire wedding planners, but the way that we did it yeah. felt super special. And just like Jennifer Garner, we also had a low-key wedding. <laughs> Take that, J-Lo and Ben. <laughs> I don't think we did. I think we had like a, a mid-key. I actually think we did too. But anyway, but I I loved every second of it. Loved it. And, and it I'm was. I'm so glad you're, it's, it was the P word. It was perfect. It wasn't perfect, but it was somehow still perfect. Agreed. And it was the best day of my life. She said it. The girl who wrote the tweet, if your wedding day was the best day of your life, you've accomplished nothing. I wrote that. What a fucking bitch I am. <laughs> I am sorry. I am sorry. I was jaded and I was a, a bitter divorcee. A little Grinch. Here's the deal. Your wedding doesn't have to be the best of your life because that puts too much pressure on it. But if your wedding is the best day of your life, you deserve to shout it from the rooftops because it is the greatest feeling in the world. And I love you so much. I am experiencing a little post-wedding depression, but nobody makes you feel better in times of depression than you. So works for me. Ditto, Bubba. Yeah. I love you. What can I do? I get you something special? What do you mean? To make you feel better. Just love me. Just love you. Just snuggle with me. Mr. Chow, you want to go to Sugarfish? I do want to go to Sugarfish. Right, let's go to Sugarfish. Thank you. You're welcome. <gasps> oh, my wife. <laughs> um, so I'm so happy we got to share this with you guys. I hope that was interesting and not boring. I think it was interesting. Was, I, was it boring? I don't think so. <sighs> but, you know, people who plan weddings always think it's fascinating. People love wedding content. Let me tell you something. But um, now we just have to move on to the kitty content. The kitties? Kitties. We're going to get kitties? No, we're going to go on our honeymoon first because we didn't get an official honeymoon. Just because of Delta, COVID, you know, that stuff. Um, and also, we honestly, we were way too fucking busy after the wedding, like cleaning up from the wedding to go on a trip. So thank God we did decide not to do that. That would have yeah. been really stressful. That's like the one thing I wish we had. It was like, we didn't have to... Yeah. clean for three I, days i didn't mind cleaning my parents garage ahead of time i didn't mind cleaning the Set, basement and setting up i didn't mind anything yeah what hurt was cleaning up from the way after that was painful painful so yeah and, and and making sure that your parents house was in better condition than it was before yeah we had, it had to be we had to leave yeah. it like that so that sucked and then driving back sucks Oof. with our car stuffed to the brim <laughs> Literally. And like half the stuff. So my parents, we have to go back and get it. And half. also, we, yeah. we got way too much alcohol. I can't believe I'm ever saying this. <laughs> way. We got our own wine well, and alcohol. We got uh, clearly not enough tequila, but we had way, way too much alcohol. It's like a scary amount. Like, so you just, just words to the wise. You always think you're going to drink more than you do. But I mean, and we'll ne like, we'll never drink it. It'll please. get drunk. And also always get a karaoke machine. Oh yeah. Take out a karaoke machine. And it was a hit. I per usual was what'd you sing nothing I was cleaning you sang a song I certainly didn't are you serious swear to god not one what your mom and my mom sang Betty Davis eyes no what are you talking about that was the first thing that happened oh I was like everyone come in this room the moms are singing Betty Davis eyes together I was thinking about cleaning that's why <laughs>
Yeah. You don't remember that? That's nothing. DIY, hire somebody to clean up after like yeah, certain so things. That, just, that's it. I mean, yeah. that is the best money ever spent. That yeah. was the, that's where we went wrong. My biggest regret, not having people clean after the rehearsal dinner at my parents and also the wedding at my parents. Yeah. That would have helped a lot. But that's it. But that's it. We did good, baby. Good. I'm proud of you. We're, we're a good team, my friend. I agree. I'm so happy to call you my wife. Now everybody know what that were. Two lesbians when they meet us. Because usually people get confused. They're like, wait, you're what? Engage her? No, this is my wife. I'm, they still might give us confused. confusion, yeah. but that's okay. Um, well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys still like me with no wedding content. <laughs> I think I've really I think, been leaning into the wedding content. Maybe yeah. people are excited for the break. I don't know. I think they're probably going to be happy it's over. I don't think so, Tay. People eat it up. Honestly, leave it in the comment section. I'm just curious. It's just a little, you know, a, a little friendly competition. A little, <laughs> a little friendly competition. What do people specifically want to hear? Like, so I went to work this morning. And my boss was like, so tell me about it. And I was like, I just want to know about it. It's a special moment. Yeah, but like, I was like, uh, it was really fun. It didn't rain. Like, what What do people actually want to know? I mean, actually, something that they do want to know that we didn't talk about, but maybe we'll just say it for another time. Like, wedding looks. Like, who did you wear? Like, that's why I gave... People want to know about that? Yeah, okay, so just real quick. Wedding looks, I wore Laughlin white. They're, like, cream-colored shoes. Forget the name of them, but they're, like, they're, like, um like pleated fabric and they've got like a bow on them and a tie around the ankle and they're gorgeous. So like call it like the Burdette or Claudette or the Bunadina, you know, something like that. But they're gorge. I have them in gold, which I'm keeping just for life, but I had them in blue for my something blue and white. I ended up wearing them. They were not that comfortable and I changed to my Zara gold shoes for the rest of the wedding because I needed the height. And I wore a jumpsuit by fucking ASOS, which is so not my jam. I'm like a fashion girl. Like I wear Zara for every day, but like when it comes to like special occasions, I go cray cray, but I kind of got it as a backup. And honestly, it, it was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. And I like, it I remember fit like a glove and I even said to Tay, if it was like a thousand dollars, I'd like it, which is the most disgusting thing I've ever said. That is so dumb. It's yeah, like, but good for I'd you rather for being pay like, more. How stupid. Yeah, but good for you for wearing it and being like, I don't care. I didn't care. And it was so gorgeous. And guess what else? Your wedding dress gets ruined. So ruined. like, thank, I love that I spent $200 on it. Are you kidding me? But if the, you like. You said 2000 I said 2000 I think. I said 200 Oh, 200 yeah. Well, if Mine I was 250 Yours was 200 From BHDLN, yeah. the anthropology wedding line. So gorgeous. Like intermixed shoes that got ruined. Yeah. Of course, that's the thing. Like ruined. I'll just say this. The wedding industry really is a machine that preys on like vanity and insecurity. It does. And I just, it, it's hard because we were just in it. It's very, very hard to like overcome it. But if you can exert some self-control and a little bit of self-confidence, you will be like, oh my God, I don't need to spend thousands of dollars on this dress or these shoes. I mean, listen, if you want to bless and believe, but like for real, I am so proud of myself that I didn't get too caught up in the wedding machine, the monster. You know what I don't understand though? Like what happens during a wedding that ruins things? Bridal brain. No, not as a guest. Everything I ever wear to a wedding gets ruined. Oh. And like in my, in my memories, I'm dancing, you know, you're running around, you wake up the next morning. And everything's destroyed. And everything's broken. What happens? Tequila shots, baby. I feel like it's... <laughs> That's what happens. It, it, it looks like I ran to the top of the hill, 
I laid down like a little log and I rolled down to the bottom of the hill <laughs> and I did that 45 times. Oh, you don't remember doing that? Whole, like, <laughs> what the fuck? You don't remember that you challenged everybody <laughs> to a, a body rolling contest? I remember doing it once, but not the rest. Crap. Well, my brother swam in the ocean and lost his pants and we found him the next day. Oh, we didn't tell that story. Yeah, I mean, maybe you know, maybe we have to do a part two. Oh, okay. Taylor's so excited. Part two. You just woke up again. Um, no, but that's it for now. That's all I can no, handle. No, no, no. I'm literally sweating and I'm exhausted. Um, but guys, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe, not just for me, but for my beautiful wife. I mean, this podcast supports our life. And also, Tay may or may not be executive producer on it. So, hello. Yeah, yeah this is like, lucky. We, we are, we're a family business here. So, yeah. please rate, review, and subscribe. Tell them how much it means to us, Tay. Homegrown biz. It's everything. It's everything. It's everything. Those, I mean... All of those things like make such a difference for us. So please, please, please make sure to do that and follow us at Taylor Strecker on Instagram as well as at Taylor Donahue. I love you, baby. I love you, sweetheart. You guys, that's it for us. Have a great one. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye.